Coming to you live, it's San Miguel Talk Story, a bilingual podcast presented by the San Miguel Storytellers and the San Miguel Literary Sala. Bea Aronson was born in Paris, France in 1956. She is a self-taught multimedia outsider artist, a published poet, author, essayist, and art critic, a lecturer, an independent scholar, as well as a stage performer. <sighs> she doesn't sleep. She holds a BA in History of Art, an MA in French Literature, and a PhD in Philosophy and Comparative Literature. Aronson has published essays, poems, articles, drawings, paintings, and photographs in various magazines, journals, and encyclopedias, such as Found Object in New York, Dos Loki in Baltimore, Tessera in Canada, the Review of Francophile Literature, Francophone Literature in Amsterdam, the Encyclopedia of 20th Century Jewish Writers in London, and Polyphony in Charleston. She published and illustrated her first book in 1998, Baudelaire Miller, Sexual Squalor in Paris, which is now the property of Harvard's private book collection. Bea wanted to share that she recently lost her theater studio gallery, La Ostra Roa, due to a not-so-nice, greedy Texan landlord. <laughs> but, but, boo! But she is rebuilding her stage in her house in Mexiquito. In the meantime, she gives her conferences at the Jewish Cultural Center of San Miguel. Bea Aronson. Red! Red, 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 red magic! Hanka, her immaculate, manicured red long nails, her red raincoat, her red shoes, her red bag, and her red umbrella. But not all at the same time, oh no. Too much is the enemy of the good. She was very elegant, my grandmother, Hanka. Red was her favorite color, the color of blood. The blood of birth, the blood of life, the blood of death. So here she is, my impossible, adorable grandmother, Hanka. Platinum hair, la Zaza Gabor. Nothing to envy from the likes of Beth Midler or Shirley MacLaine. But rain or shine, she would never go out without a red umbrella. She would lance it forward to cross the street, to stop the cars. You remember Albert Frine in the dresser? Stop the train! Well, with Hanka, it was stop the cars. She would also flap it like a bird of paradise to fend her way through a crowd. She was afraid of nothing. She was afraid of nobody. Because, you see, for a Holocaust survivor, you don't have too many choices afterwards. You either become embittered, disillusioned, paranoid, neurotic, psychotic, suicidal, or, like my grandmother, you bite into life again, afraid of nothing, afraid of nobody. And you fight injustice. That's it. You fight injustice. And this is where my story begin. One day, she takes me to the studio atelier of her friend painter, Pinkus Kremenje. We are in uh, 1973, she's a feisty 61, I'm a thirsty 17, and Pinkus is a towering 83. Eyes like a falcon, hands gnarled like a novel leaf tree. His studio was a uh, Place Monge, 
near Rue Mouftar. Ah, la mouf. La mouf means swamp. La mouf was the depository of all the shit of Paris in 19th century. Horses shit, dog shit, human shit, name it. All the excrements of parrots ended up there, wheelbarrowed. And somebody made a fortune recycling it into fertilizer. Hence the expression, money has no other. Ah, but back to uh, Pincus Kremen studio. Derelict, poor, 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 broken window panes. No heating, he's coughing. The pigeons are flying in and out and they are befittingly shitting some pollock on his own canvases. No kitchen, a hot plate, a sad, sad sink, a leaking tap. I mean, it's poor of the poor. It's the bohème of poverty and unrecognized talent. You see, he came from Litvak, alongside Soutin, Chagall, but Kremen never made it. And it was really injustice. So Hanka is here with Pinkus and they speak Yiddish. I don't understand everything, but I can see she's incensed. I want the name of the landlord, and I'm going to make it right for you, Pinkus. This is how she talked. The next morning, 8.30, we arrive un... How do you say in English? Un... Unannounced, unannounced, at a very posh, posh, posh Hotel Particulier, Avenue Foch, parallel to Avenue des Champs-Élysées. And we ring at the bell of Monsieur Georges Skalka. Now, how prophetic for a businessman, because Skalka in Russian, Skolka means how much, how many. He doesn't know about us. Yershers, leather slippers, silk blue pajamas. Right away, she jumps starts in Yiddish. Katzele! And she calls her cheeks like that. Oi, 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 oi. Katzele was already in love with her. Just by the Katzele and the oi, oi, oi. <laughs> they also speak in Yiddish. Lots of hand gesticulations, jolting intonations, tickling the air with the fingers. And suddenly, grandma becomes Hanka. And in her strong, empowering, zesty, juicy accent, she utters the fatidic. Katzele, I do not know if you remember all your properties. That is not my onion, that is not my tzibeli. But if you do not fix Pinku's studio, but I mean everything, Katzele, you see this red umbrella, and then she pokes it into the air, and then she menacingly points at the crotch, <laughs> and she says, Katzele, I cut your balls. <gasps> she said that. I cut your balls and I'll make shish kebab. By that time, Katzele was totally in love with her, but that's another story. To cut the story short, not only did Katzele repair everything, but he added a doctor to come regularly to fix the cough. He added a maid to come and clean up. And by that time, Hanka suggested, but by now you can see what the Hanka suggestions sound like. You see, no, Katzele, maybe you could buy a Pinkus Cremain painting every month. <laughs> Which he did. Now, isn't that amazing? Maybe this red umbrella, which is actually my grandmother's Hanka's umbrella, maybe it was a really a magic umbrella. Or... Hanka's power made it magic because you see, it's the way you inhabit your actions. It's the way you inhabit your thoughts. It's the way you inhabit your ideas. The way you inhabit your words. That makes the magic. 
thanks to the Red Umbrella and Hanka, there was one less injustice on this planet. One at a time, my dearies. One at a time. That's all it takes. And if sometimes in your life you feel like you need a little help, well, uh, you can go and buy a little red umbrella. <laughs> Who knows? It might help. But one thing is sure. After that, you will never be able to look at a red umbrella without thinking of my grandmother, Hanka. The San Miguel Storytellers is a non-profit organization intent on bringing back the oral tradition of storytelling to San Miguel de Allende, Mexico. If you would like to make a donation, volunteer, or get more information, visit sanmiguelstorytellers.com. <laughs>